Rolando, Ahmad, Steven, Kenneth, Amadou, Jonathan, Christian, Terrace, Sean, killed him the day before his wedding, Jamal killed him while he was in handcuffs, Mike killed him while he had his hands up, Kamani, Ramali, Philip, Alton, about three Kevins, about two Jordans, John, Laquan, Bethon, Stephon, Tony, Tamir, Elijah, Antoine, Isel, Terrell, Dontre, Akai, George, for him, set the country on fire, Timothy, Patrick, Paul, Tyree, Quintonio, Darius, Jeremy, William, Anthony, Dante, Oscar, Kendrick, Keith, David, Walter, woman like Sandra, Betty, Rihanna, India, Michelle, Atatiana, Tanisha, Rika, Natasha, Palmer, Janet, Megan, baby Ayana, all that we lost, your name live on, wasn't killed by a cop, but I can't forget Trayvon, can't forget Emmett, and all of those we lost to the beast, no justice, no peace, no peace, no peace. by Untamed Publishing, Anchor FM, Women of Vision, KD, MB, Tyler Landscaping, and Author Exodus Morning. Thank you to all of our sponsors and supporters. You are now tuned into Socially Conscious Corner because silence is no longer an option. Hello, 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 and welcome to the Socially Conscious Corner, because silence is no longer an option. I am your host, Untamed, and I am joined here today by my lovely co-host, Miss Kayla Roche, Miss Lakeisha, and Miss Diane. How are you ladies doing this afternoon? Greetings, greetings, doing good. How are you? How are you? Doing well, doing well. Well, hey, you guys, as you know. Got it. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, you guys, y'all know um, this is our first time back. We had we only had one show in May, so I have missed you, ladies. I missed discussing the topics and everything. So I'm glad that we are back, and we'll get into you know today's topic in just a moment. Of course, I want to give a special shout out to all of our sponsors and supporters. Um, want to give a shout out to Canada Nay, who is the sponsor, Exodus Morgan, um, Tyler Landscaping, Me and My Sons, Lawn Care, Jones Pressure Washing, Women of Vision, and of course, Untamed Publishing. And Untamed, at Untamed Publishing, they ask you to allow us to help you unlock your unlimited writing potential. If you are a new, aspiring, or seasoned author, Please head over to their website for all of their tips and advice and also any services that you may need to help you along your literary journey. And that is at www.untamedpublishing.net. I also want to take a time out to just wish everybody in the month of June a happy birthday and also all of the fathers a happy Father's Day. Well, you guys, we are back on a very hot topic and it is about... 
um, comedian Monique. It's not about her per se, but her statement that she made. She did a Instagram live where she decided to come on and talk to the young ladies um, of today about wearing what she considers bedroom clothes, house clothes out in public. The bonnet, the headscarf, the pajamas, and the bedroom slippers. And so we just want to touch on that today to talk about, you know, to bonnet or not to bonnet. I believe Lakeisha said that. That is the question. To bonnet or not to bonnet out in public. That is the question. And I just want to, before we begin, let you guys know the words expressed here are the individual views of the host and not reflective of the thoughts of the podcasting site or our sponsors. So, you guys, all right, she... The thing that made this so uh, such a hot topic was not necessarily that Monique said that, but that she received a ton of scrutiny behind it. I was actually shocked um, about the amount of scrutiny that came behind this. But I want to ask you guys, do you find what Monique stated offensive and Solely focusing on on your opinion on that, do you think wearing those items in public are appropriate? So I start with you first, Carrochet. Do you think what you know, Monique said, it was offensive? And um, what's your opinion about wearing bedroom house clothes out in public? Thank you, um, Untamed, and um, thank you, ladies. For, for being here. I'm excited about this conversation, actually. It has really held a lot of space in my brain <laughs> for the past few days. It literally has held some space. Um, okay, so for, your, for Monique, I feel like Monique's delivery was um, done really classy. I, I think judging by Monique's overall personality that she could have definitely came another way. Um, and been really, really um, critical and, you know, just really, really expressed it how she wanted to. But um, I do, I like her approach. I respect her approach. I think she came in a loving way. Um, I didn't see what she said as being judgmental. I saw it as her giving correction. You know, I saw it as her actually just, you know, it, it is no different than, you know, my grandmother, my aunt, my mom, you know, it was just an older person's to me, correction. And I think she did it in a way that was was in, in out of respect and love. Um, now, my, my personal opinion is I just was not raised um, to come out of the house in what we call house clothes. Um, I'm from the South. And I just wasn't raised like that. I, I can't ever recall a time when I ever saw my mom leave the house like that, my grandmother, my auntie, none of them. I mean, it, it was just a matter of just self-respect. Um, I couldn't even go outside in pajamas when I was younger. It, it just, you, it was called put on clothes. As long as you're in the house, you're cool. But when you go outside the house, you put on clothes. And if it's going to the store, if it's going to the laundromat, wherever you go, you need to put on some clothes. And so I just think that it's just about um, not only representation of us, but of yourself in general, your family in general. Um, I just grew up in in the way where you are raised to just um, care about how you look when you leave the house. So, yeah, that's, that's, 
That's how I feel. I'm anti-bunny. <laughs> in public. In public. In public. In public. All right. <laughs> All right. Well, Lakeisha, I'm going to move on to you. What was your, you know, take on Monique's approach? Do you feel that like she was offensive and, you know, solely focusing on your opinion about wearing those items in public? Do you think it's appropriate? <laughs> Listen. <laughs> What she say? <laughs> uh, that video that um, Kayla Shay just said, Your honor, don't go outside. Okay, listen. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, first of all, Monique, um, she did, she definitely, in my opinion, she came from a place of love. It was very tactful. She thought about what she wanted to say before she said it. Because she cares, in my opinion. Um, now, do I feel like the people? I feel like the people who got it are the ones who already like she was almost preaching to the choir. But I feel that it was also good that she put it out there because you really can only receive information where you are in life. And a lot of the people who do feel that it's okay to go out in that manner. They cannot hear, they, they, they can't really grasp what she was saying right now. But at some, I feel, and I would like to think that at some point in their life, they may come across her words again. Like, you know what? Monique said this. Like, I'm feeling a little different now, and I kind of see where she's coming from now. Now, the ones, you know... I feel like we live in a time where it's, you know, mind your business, let me do me, you know, I'm not living for you. But not only as a person who for years wore my head covered in public, I still do not feel that the bonnet is world attire. Because not only when you step out into the world, you're not just representing yourself, you're representing your children. You're representing, you know, your your significant other, your spouse, um, your parents. Like, not only us as a people. It's, I know a lot of people are going to say, well, you know, I don't, I'm, I'm not representing the whole African American community. You know, I'm just running to the store. You know, mind your business. You know, I'm just doing me. I'm going to the airport. You know, and it's like two o'clock in the morning. You want me to put on, you know, get my hair done and you know wear three inch heels? And no, you don't have to do all of that. No one's saying that you have to do all of that. But be a little more prideful in yourself because it really is representation, how you represent yourself and how you carry yourself <clears throat> and what you think of yourself. But I don't really feel like the ones who have so much negative um, feedback to give her, I feel like right now they're just not going to get it. And at some point in life, you know, it's good that it's out there. The information is out there. The video is there forever. Um and at some point, they may it may come back around, you know. And sometimes it may take someone else to point that out. And it's like, oh, okay, so this is what she was talking about, you know. Now I understand. But I, I feel like the ones that are doing it right now, they're not going to get it. And they just don't want to, you know. Yeah, right. That's and I, I want to agree with, a, I actually stress the point that you said. Um, Monique... 
I don't find what she said offensive because like you said, she came from, you didn't care what she actually said. She came from a place of love. And then also, like you said, she was very considerate and thoughtful about what she wanted to say, how she wanted to approach it. So you, if you watch the video, you could even tell as she was speaking, there were some times that she felt like she might have misspoke mm-hmm. a point. So she went mm-hmm. back and she was like, but mm-hmm. I'm not saying this because... And mm-hmm. I'm, I, if I call you a queen, I'm not saying you're not one. What I'm saying is if we're going to call you this, then represent mm-hmm. what a queen looks like. Because when you think about a queen, you know, you think about a certain a person with a certain look and stature about themselves. So that's what mm-hmm. she was saying. And I, I, that's why I, I'm like you both. Um, <laughs> Kay would say you said the best I was raised on when you go outside, you put on clothes. I'm from the South, too, old school race. Um, You put on clothes. You know, inside clothes, are inside, indoor clothes are for the indoors, and outdoor clothes are for the outdoors. And one thing I do want to say about Monique that, and to me, what I felt, it was a lot of the younger women, what I want to say is ones in their teens to, mm-hmm. you know. Now, we got some older ones who was raised with, along with us who switching up a little bit, but the crux of everyone I saw was younger women, like between the late teens to, you know, maybe mid-30s, who had something to say, you know, negative about what she said. And um, to that, you know, it's, it's like this. One thing that they might not remember Monique when she first started doing stand-up comedy, but she had a joke even back then that she used to work at Popeye. And she said that every time she went to work, regardless if she didn't want to be there or not, she dressed like she was leveling up. Like she would come and people would ask her where she going. Because she'd take that mm-hmm. lipstick and draw that line in the middle like we used to do back in the 90s, the early 90s, and late 80s. And yeah. she said, I had her, her lip gloss was popping. So this is not something that she just decided. It was how she was reared. And she actually incorporated that in her comedy when she first started. So it's nothing new. They might not know this because they're younger. But she's always been a person who was big on how you look when you're out because your first impression is always your lasting impression on people most times. And just like you all were talking, I, I went out today um, with, at Sam's Club and I saw a group of black women, older lady had on a bonnet with pajama pants, the other one had on those pajama shorts that was all up near the crack of her booty with a tank, a tank with them sleeping tank tops on. And the thing of it is, is that you get perceived in a certain way. They were also acting in the way they were perceived, which is they automatically perceive when you see black women. Oh, that's ghetto. That's the hood. And that's how they exactly them and the children. I hate to say it. it was just they was acting out of turn, yelling, running, screaming, you know, all of that stuff. And that is exactly what's right. The people that worked there was looking at them crazy. All of the people shopping there was looking at them crazy. Not just the white people, the black people too. Me too, looking at them crazy. You know, I, and it's just, even if they had not been acting out with it, I was still looking at them like, they need to go home and put some clothes on. This is ridiculous. I don't want... And, you know, I, I just, I don't understand that part. But, you know, like I said, my opinion is 
when you go outside, you put some clothes on, you know. Um, and that's just that. I mean, you just, it, it, it's, I, I just was raised with, with my with my grandmother used to call and say decency and order, you know, and certain things to me are just decency and order, and that's one of them. But I want to move on to Diane and just ask you: Do you feel like any part of what Monique said was offensive? And also, you know, what's your opinion about wearing bonnets and pajamas and bedroom slippers out in the public? Okay, thank you. Um, I did not find any. Um, I did not find her statement at all. Um, I I don't know why everybody made such a big deal about it, but I think that um, in today's society, we don't feel at ease unless we're talking about something. And so, for Monique, it was just that statement that day. Um... And as far as my personal thoughts, um, I, I'm of a certain age, okay? So, no, it is definitely not acceptable. Um, I, I think it has been said um, previously. But, you know, my grandmother would get dressed, makeup, you know, lipstick, wig to go to the grocery store. So that's, you know, where I come from. Um, and... I know that um, we also have, well, in my day, the only time you saw a woman out with a bonnet and um, pajama pants was on pageant day and her wedding day because she got up early to go get hair and makeup done. And so you would see, and you knew, you, you knew that um, it was either a pageant or a wedding. Not that it was acceptable, but you understood it. Okay, and, and even sometimes we even sideline that, you even side-eyed that. But um, so now for it to be totally, not totally, but... In some instances, yes, it is totally acceptable for young ladies to come out of the house. And I think that um, they find it acceptable because no one is telling them. So now that someone has told them, is it is it the message that they're upset about or is it a messenger? Oh, yes, yes. that And that is a good point. That is also, you know... One that I wanted to get. Ooh, girl, you you going? Look, I'm gonna say because that's gonna be. Ooh, that's coming up in the second half. But I want to talk about that. I really, really do. But I want to ask you, ladies, and you started on this, Diane. Were there any items that you feel are appropriate? You know, when you wear out, you know, in public. And I'm gonna start with this one. I feel like this is why I don't believe in the whole bonnet pajama scenario. Because we have too many clothes that are made for comfort that are out of wear, that you can wear, that's made for out of wear. If you want to wear shorts, you can wear shorts that are meant for outdoors, that are comfortable. Athletic shorts are comfortable. Jeggings and leggings are comfortable. Sweatpants are comfortable. And they're appropriate. You know, if you want to wrap up your hair, how many times do we have, how many turbans, how many people sell turbans? 
that you can wrap your hair with something that is appropriate and not something that you sleep in. So, I, I, you know, stuff like that, yes, because that's what it's there for. You got the little slippers with the fur on them, you know, and that they make now for outerwear and um, the athletic slides, the, the Nike slides, the Adidas slides, you know, so that's why I don't buy into this rhetoric where they say, well, I, you know, I can't be myself a different because you got enough stuff that you can wear in public that's made for comfort that you can actually purchase and you can wear just as, just as quick as you can buy anything else. So, I, and I'll start with you. Uh, I'll work my way backwards. I'm going to go back to you, Diane, because you actually broached on that subject. So do you feel like, you know, there are any items that are appropriate? Do you even feel that some of the things that I mentioned were inappropriate? What, what do you feel? No, I think that everything that you mentioned was a very appropriate. Um, but again, let me just say this. Um, when you dress a certain, a certain way, you feel better. So if you dress down, because we all know about energies, we, we all, you know, have talked about this before. So when you dress down, your energy level may be down. You're, you know, when you dress, not even dress up, but when you dress for the occasion or dress, sometimes just putting on a decent outfit, a nice wig or, you know, and, and, and some lip gloss or lipstick will make you feel so much better about you. You're not doing it for anybody out there but you. So are any of those things inappropriate? Absolutely not. Because somebody may put on, me personally, I feel amazing when I put my jeggings on. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. because it's hard for me to find jeans and, you know, that fit all of my curves. So when I find a good jegging, I'm like, oh, yes, you know, and I feel amazing. So I don't find anything offensive about any of the items that you just mentioned. It's, it's all in how they make you feel. Exactly, exactly. And Lakeisha, what about you? Do you feel that, you know, there are some appropriate items that um, they can wear, even out of the the group of things that she, dang, we all know bunnies was out in <laughs> pajamas, but what do you think? Do you feel like there's um, anything that's appropriate, that's comfortable, that could be worn? Yeah, um, as far as um, pajamas, I mean, just a quick, I love a, a quick, um, sometimes if I'm running to the store, I'll, and I have on my pajamas, I'll slip on um, a, like a really loose fitting dress, a long dress. I'll slip it on over my pajamas if I'm just, if I know I'm just running up the street and I'm coming back. Um, but now as far as like with, I've had my bonnet on before, but I'll put a scarf over it, like a, a head wrap, you know, something, mm-hmm. something colorful. Um, because like Diane said, you, you, have to be mindful and this is something that um someone told me some years ago you know like when you feel your worst try to look your best but not only that um god my mind just went blank um when you feel your worst try to look your best but also to what you have on it does make a difference in how you carry yourself um so not saying you know i'm i'm ready to scrap if i got on bonnets and slippers and you know my pajama bottoms and stuff like that where we see walmart videos and you know 
but um, it does make a difference in how you carry yourself because a lot of times, if I'm going to the studio to record, it's a lot of guys there. So I'll wear baggy sweatpants, a tank top, and like a either a, sweat, a, a hoodie, a sweater, or like a really loose shirt. But as soon as I put on like a tight skirt and, you know, a nice little shirt and my chakras body change, then my energy changes, you know, and that's not, it's, it's a time and place for everything. Now, a lot of things these days are being made that kind of, they're like on the cusp of, of mm-hmm. appropriate and inappropriate, home and bedroom. Like for me personally, I don't think those, when I first started seeing those Terry um, slippers, even the ones mm. um, with the heels, I, I used to always say, no, wait, like when I'm like making purchases for the store and stuff. And I'm like, okay, are these for home or are these for to be worn in public? Like I can't decide because for me, when I see, when I see a heel, you know, with some carry cloth on it and stuff, you know, you got to put on the <laughs> robe and, you know, the bag. Well, you you, it it, you know, okay, you ain't going to go outside. So for me, it always feels strange for me when I see people wearing those type of shoes in public because to me, that's bedroom attire, in my opinion. So, you know, mm-mm. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you now. They are they have skirted the line and you know, with that because for me and, and sometimes it's even just about the style of it because I'm with you now. I've seen the kind of the offer and it still bothers me. You know, what they have the little the sling back heel on it still kinda rub me wrong like, ooh, that's teetering the line between a bedroom shoe. You know what I'm saying? And uh, but the kind that are like the slides, but then they have like the design on them, you know, like the Chanel's uh, and all of that stuff with the double C's and or the um, kind like so they have the, the you know the fur just around the band part. It's like those don't quite rub me as wrong, even though I know that they're both out of wear shoes. So I get what you're saying. It's just the old school in us, it, it, it's kind of like, ugh, to us, it's towing the line a bit. So I get what you're saying on that. But I'm going to move on to Kayla Shay really quick and just ask you, you know, are, do you feel that there are items that are appropriate, um, you know, that they can wear, like, different options? <laughs> Absolutely. Um I always try to have a pair of jeans that I, you know, a couple of pair of jeans that I don't have to iron, you know, ones that I can put, you know, throw on, um, grab a T-shirt and just like some, some sneakers or whatever, just something I can leave as long as I'm looking presentable. There's just so many options. It's just so many options that I can't, I can't buy the, I'm comfortable. I don't, I you know, I don't have anything to wear type of, I can't even buy that excuse because we know we have so many different options. And even, you know, personally being natural, um, I've had my fair share of bad hair days and you don't really know what to do. Um, and I mean, I learned how to wrap my hair like I had about, I went to the fabric store and just bought, you know, just different little fabrics and I just wrap, learned how to, you know, wrap my hair. Just if I can't do nothing else, I can put a wrap on. So it's just it's 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 a personal decision of 
of how you want to leave the house. I don't think that is a choice for the most part. I think, you, I mean, I mean, I don't think that is you, you. You can say that you don't have a choice. I think that you you, you consciously decide. Um, I'm not gonna make any effort <laughs> to leave. Um, <laughs> oh my goodness! I'll take. I'll take a pair of tights and a t-shirt over pajamas and a bunny any day. Like as long as, as long as you are not in your pajamas, <laughs> bunny, and you, you know, have even if you put a hat on your head, a hat, you will find mm-hmm. in my book. Look. Because you made that statement on Facebook that just had me tickled to pieces. You was like, it looked lazy and funky. <laughs> like, you know what? It, it really and, does. And, it's like, it, it, it really does. It makes you, it makes you feel like you're, like they were just too lazy to put on anything. And then, you know, if you was wearing them clothes, it's like, okay, you got straight out the bed and you took your foot out the house. Hey, babe, wash your face. But I mean, it just makes you feel like that, you know, when, it, when you had to talk in <laughs> in all of this stuff. So it was, oh my goodness. And, you know, I hate to say that like that because I know some people are like, okay, well, I, but I'm talking about people who get out and this is what they just wear all day long. This is it all day long. But I, um, so it is, it's, that to me is just unacceptable. But what I want to do right here really quick is take a quick break. And then when we come back, I want to talk about people who were in controversy about, you know, this whole situation. So we will be right back in just a moment. This your boy, JC, author, content creator, and live streamer for books and more visit my website www.jctheauthor.net for my live streams such as my author interviews and the three-headed monster live streams please visit me on ig and twitter at jc storyteller also on youtube as well as facebook facebook.com backslash jc the author salute My name is Diane Rembert, avid reader, award-winning literary blogger, and the founder of Diamonds Literary World, which can be found on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Snapchat, and www.diamondsliteraryworld.com. For a place you can get something for everyone? Butterfly Spirit LLC is a boutique that has you covered. From apparel, accessories, health and wellness products, and even custom design press-on nails. Visit us at ButterflySpiritLLC.com where comfort meets a piece of style. This is author, poet, playwright, and founder of Me Time Book Club, Kay Roche. Check out my latest novel, All Things Work Out Well, wherever books are sold. You can also follow me on Instagram at k.roche. Book reviews matter. Now back to the show.
Hello, 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 and we are back, you guys, and thank you so much for tuning in. As you know, we are addressing the hot topic of the week with introduced by comedian Monique, um, when she addressed wearing what we consider house clothes, bonnets, pajamas, and bedroom slippers out into the public. And we've talked about our opinions and whether or not we feel that Monique was offensive. And now I want to shift energies toward, you know, the people who had the complaint. You know, some people have said that Monique, by saying what she said, um, was stifling what black women wear and it's similar to the scrutiny we get from white people and she's worried about this and she's worried about the wrong thing. And Diane, I'm going to start with you because you touched on this earlier and I really wanted to get into this um, because I want to know, you know, from you, like you said, is it the message or the messenger? Personally, I'm going to say, put this out here. I feel sometimes when us say stuff to us, we take more offense to it than anybody else, even if we say it in love. So I'm going to defer to you, Diane, and just ask you to speak on that. You know, what do you feel about the people who say that Monique was stifling, you know, what black women wear and that her scrutiny is summarily to how white people treat us and that she's worried about the wrong thing. We got so much other stuff to worry about. What what are what is your take on that? Okay. Um, thank you. Um so what I wanna say is y- you piggybacked um what I said by saying um sometimes we can't take the message when when it comes from us. Right. And I think that that was spot on. Um, we know that Monique has had many of issues um, in the past. A lot concerning weight. But I will say this. And this is, and please don't take it any type of way for anybody who just heard me say weight. This is nothing about her weight. What I'm saying is big, small in between, indifferent. Monique has always dressed her ass off. Okay? And so, mm-hmm. and so, for her, appearance means a lot. And, and, and she also, for some who may not have known, she came back with a second video. And what she said was, you know, um, this is this is not something that I'm doing um, out of spite. Like I'm doing it out of love. It was done to me. So we all know that it was because of her husband that she decided to lose weight because he told her he wanted her to be around to raise those babies. Okay. But also, mm-hmm. Patty Labelle came and spoke to her. You know. And said to her that she needed to, you know, continue on her weight loss journey. She did not take it as offensive. She used it as inspiration. Okay? So, because she knew that Auntie, our favorite Auntie Patty, was not saying it with any type of malice in her voice. She was saying Mm -hmm. it because she loved her. Because she Mm -hmm. cared about her. So, yes, Monique does get a lot of flack. 
But in this particular instance, I totally get what she was saying. She was like, I'm saying it because I love y'all. And if that means mm-hmm. y'all going to put, you know, the backlash is going to come on me, let it come. Because you can't mm-hmm. say I didn't tell you. You can't say that I don't love you because I tried to make you be the best you that you can be. So for all the haters out there, I'm sorry. I have to ride with her on that second on that second video. Because because she further explained where the first statement came from. Absolutely. And, and she did. She absolutely did. And I appreciate her even coming back to make a second one because you know, for me and for all of us, because that's how we were raised, we understood what she was saying the first time she said it. You know what I mean? But the second video was her addressing the scrutiny behind it. And what I love the most that she said in that was, regardless of how y'all feel about me for telling you that, I still love you. And I still want the best for you. And if I see you, I'm still going to tap you in love and tell you that they girl. You know, let's do better. And I appreciated that from her because they let her let everyone know that she was firm about what she said and she she said what she said. Number one, but also that it was reaffirming I got love for y'all as a people. And this is what I see and how I messed up. And also the thing that I feel is lost a lot of times on this generation, and we'll get into that too a little bit in a little bit. They're not, they don't understand the importance and the need to be receptive of people who lived a little bit longer than them and have gone through this world as a black person, as a black woman, or even as a black man, that you sometimes need to understand that you don't know everything there is about life. You still don't, even as old as we get older, we learn new things. But there is something to be said about wisdom and experience and having lived life. And that appreciation from people who we call aunties and uncles and grandmas and grandpas, that when they speak on certain things, it's not to harm you. It's because they've been your age. They've been where you're at. And so I'm going to move on to, to you, Lakeisha, because I'm going backwards. You know, um, what do you have to say about people with, who said that she's stifling what women wear and, and it's the same scrutiny from white people and she's worried about the wrong thing, you know? Okay, so um, my battery went dead and I'm just calling back in from the landline, so I missed what um, Diane was saying um, I do feel that it takes with a lot of us don't believe it comes from them mm. so a lot of times <laughs> a lot of times you could be trying to say something you could be trying to to awaken your brothers and sisters, you know, and they won't believe you until, you know, a European comes and says, did, did, did you know that, that you're from Kings and Queens? You know, and it's like, oh, really? What? Mm-hmm. What? You know, mm-hmm. um, but, um, yeah, I, I, I still feel that um, a lot of people, 
it kind of depends on, you know, like I said before, I, I feel like it, it really just kind of stems um, from where you are. And kind of, I guess, how, also how you, you know, you were raised. But, again, it may just be the messenger. It may just be those speaking out against Monique, you know, because they've already, she had this big issue going on with um, Netflix. And, and she has been, you know, she had an issue with uh, Lee Daniels and Oprah and, you know, all you know all these other celebrities or whatever. So she may already have this um rep as if she is rap as if she is um the bad person you know so oh don't believe anything she says you know because as many times as she sit here and empathetically tell you that she love you for real i love you for real you still don't want to believe it you know and you still gonna take issue with it because you know this is the person who who, who has an issue with oprah you know like you know, she complains a lot or whatever. So, you know, yeah, I feel like it, it could be those who are speaking out against her. Um, and sometimes I feel like the ones who may be speaking out, I don't want to say they paid, but, you know, sometimes mm-hmm. it's, it's other hidden uh, agendas and reasons for doing, you know, what they, what they, they do. So, yeah, that's just my opinion. Yeah, and you brought up a good point because, and let me tell you something, when you make some enemies in Hollywood, mm-hmm. they will have everybody coming at you, don't care what you say. <laughs> it's like every time you open your mouth to speak, it's, it'll be controversy. So you made a good point on that. And um, we have to be cognizant of that, too, that there are those people who have ulterior motives and agendas who um, fuel the fire. You know, or, or spread it when it wasn't even one, or shouldn't shouldn't have come to being one. So, and I can definitely see that being a part of you know the situation with Monique in particular because, like you said, she did have um, her differences with Oprah and Tyler Perry and Lee Daniels and you know all of this stuff. And so, you know, she was portrayed as someone who was outright lying on them, on those people, and um, just um, what they say, <laughs> what they call it in the industry, I, I can't remember exactly, but basically, uh, you know, just someone, a diva, someone that you can't work with, you know, and so that's why she was doing all this. So sometimes I feel like you said it might be just because of who she is, even individually, and the stigma that was placed on her. That might be the reason why the thing she said is not well received at times. So I'm gonna move to you, Carisha, and um, get your you know feedback on what you believe. Uh, <laughs> is it about stifling what women wear? You know, what about the comparisons that white Americans, white Americans put on Black Americans about things they wear? Um, or even that a lot of complaints when she's worried about the wrong thing. We got too much going on in the world and she's worried about the wrong thing. Do you think that she was worried about the wrong thing? <laughs> um, two things. Um, I, I first of all, 
I think I, I've read a lot of comments. I've, I've listened in on, you know, conversations where this has been going on on Clubhouse because I really was interested in the pushback and why people were disagreeing with what she said. Um, one one um, particular thing that I found issue with was when somebody said that we, um, our problem is that we are so... Um, we are so comfortable with white European standards of beauty that we will just, you know, that we just always try to police black women to the point where we're getting comfortable in policing black women for white European standards. And my whole thing is that y'all have to, that that's where this, this, this woke move, this fake woke movement comes into play. Because see, if you really want to get into it, we taught hygiene to white Europeans. We were the ones mm-hmm. that told them how to clean themselves, how to present themselves. So if you really want to be woke, let's be all the mm-hmm. way woke. Mm-hmm. We have always been a people of dignity and, and pride. We have always been creative in our hair and what we wear. We have always loved, you know, to wear gold and all of these beautiful clothing that we've made and created out of whatever we had we've always been like that even when we didn't have anything we still got whatever we had the best that we had and we walked out in it and Mm -hmm. so there's always been pride there so I really really take offense when people say that because you really don't know what you're talking about um and so Right. When I think, oh, girl, you better say it. Come, come on through. Come on through with that one. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Let me get. If you gonna get be woke, be all the way woke. Mm. And so, you well, know, I know that's I right. The messenger is it the message or is it the messenger? We we talk about Monique. So I start seeing people say, well, she has a robe on. She she didn't even have a bra. On. I didn't even notice that honestly. Like when I saw the video. I didn't even notice that she had a robe on. I was too focused on what she was saying to even care about, you know, her hairstyle and, you know, her robe. I just just didn't even notice it. So to me, it was like, wow, that really went above your head because you you took your focus away from what she was saying to what she had on in a, I, I was thinking she was like in a hotel room getting ready for a show. And actually she said she was getting ready for a show. Um, so it's like, wow, you can't even receive the message. But what if this message came from Cardi B? What if this message came from Megan? What if this came from City Girls? What if, what if, um, Sweetie came out and did a PSA or made an Instagram post, um, that you would never catch her in the bunny? Would, would it still be the backlash? Right. And honestly, I don't mm-hmm. think so. I really don't think so because. We are in a generation, well, there is a generation that is so caught up in social media and celebrity that they are followers without even thinking that they are followers. So these trends and all of these things that these celebrities, you know, set for this particular generation, I think that the message would have been received better if it came from somebody like that, because that's who they find influence with, mm-hmm. believe it or not. Like mm-hmm. Cardi B got people to vote, and you know what I'm saying. So, if, when you think about what what's influential to us as compared to the generation that she really was hitting on, I think you mentioned it before, Untamed. Like, like, like it's it's teenagers up to about early 30s. Is that is that age range that has the problem? Because I haven't heard anybody older say they had a problem 
uh, it's just that that age right uh, age group and it's just something about that doggone age group that is more individual than us like they have a I mentality I don't care I don't it doesn't bother me it, it doesn't impact me as opposed to us that we have a us mentality like we know that when we step out we represent us because people are going to see it as the people are constantly comparing us to the negative stereotypes that they have about us and that's what they don't understand is that the stereotypes that these people have about us that's what we're fighting against like don't think that you know all of us are this certain way because they some of them think we all are a certain way and when you're traveling at the airport and they see you like this that's going to reaffirm or or confirm what they already think about us you know what i'm saying so right i definitely that you know some of these people need to research a little bit more and they need to really understand that it, it wasn't what Monique said it's, it's, it's because it was Monique that's, that's what I feel and I will tell you this you you going into something that I really wanted to say for last it probably should have brought it first but we probably wouldn't have got through nothing else when we talked about when you said that who it came from and if it had come from a younger generation um person then it would have been received differently that goes back to you know what i was saying is for earlier how they don't want to receive anything from people who are their elders you know and that's one thing that we were brought up on is that when your elders are speaking to you you listen and we we had enough and i i, I just have to call it like this we had enough respect for our elders because we were raised to respect people who were older than us and to listen when they talk, even if we didn't want to hear it, even if it, even if we didn't receive it. Because what we learned later in life is that the things that they said, even when we seemed like we weren't paying attention, came back to us and we were able to see exactly why they said what they said at the time period when they said it. Because now we're the adults and we see it. Like we view the world differently than the youth. You understand what I'm saying? But we also were reared to like, even if you didn't understand it, even if you didn't quite care about what they had to say at the time, you listened, you took it in. And somewhere in your 513 index in your brain, it got embedded. And you took that with you when you got older and you said, aha, now I see what auntie so-and-so a grandmama so-and-so was trying to explain to me and but, but that's always been type of our type of thing and now like you said it's something about this new generation that's being raised that is i i i and i don't have to listen to you and i don't have to pay attention to you because this is not the way it's done anymore and i feel um personally you know it's going into what I call, you know, they want to say old school ways are outdated. And I think that this generation has confused bettering our lives and upgrading our way of thinking with having basic standards and morals. Um, you know, I, I take, for example, I use the most implicit things. You know, everything is upgraded. Cell phones have moved from being a mobile device in a car that you could only call and dial a number on to being many computers. 
But just because we've elevated the cell phone didn't er eradicate the need for human interaction. It didn't eradicate face-to-face, the importance of face-to-face conversation. That's still needed. But we just have something better we can do things with. That's the same thing. We have grown in our ideologies and understand that some of the reasonings why things were said and done when our grandparents and forefathers and aunties were coming up may be different now, but at their basic level, it still comes down to decency and order and honor and morals and respect and standards. And we don't need to lose that because once you lose that, the entire generation is lost. And, um, so, I, I go to you, Diane. You know, what do you think about the old school standards? Because to me, that's what I feel like they're pushing towards when they battle against something as simplistic as, baby, your outdoor clothes are for outdoors, your indoor clothes are for indoors. Do you think that, you know, what do you think about the old school ways? Are they outdated or, you know, does the newer generation just need to learn how to embrace what they're learning from their elders? A very good question, and my answer is going to be um, sort of split, because I feel that we can learn, the, the younger generation can definitely learn from us, just as well as we can learn a lot from the younger generation. Um, mm-hmm. And, but when it comes to, and, and that's just overall values, uh, when it comes to things such as this particular issue, I'm going to have to roll with the, with, 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 with the uh, elders on this one. Um, <laughs> and I'm going to tell you why. Because if we don't address it now, mm-hmm. next, the, then the following generation is going to say, well, it was okay for them to come out in pajamas and um, and and bonnets. Why should we have to go outside? Why can't we go outside and just our bikinis? I mean, you know, like what's next? And so, when does it stop? When do we say enough is enough and this is not right? So, with this particular issue, I'm rolling with the elders. Um, but like I said, we can both benefit from, you know, we can benefit from the younger people because when it comes to technology, we don't have shit on those younger people. And I'm sorry. We just don't. Absolutely not. You're right. Absolutely not. We don't. (laughs) You know, so they can show us, they can show us how to get the message out. How about that? You know, Mm. um, but but we also need to remember that we are blessed to have or to have had grandparents and great grandparents. I, I didn't know any of my great grandparents, not in the physical, I'll say that. Um, but some of these children are raising themselves. Absolutely. And there's no guidance. There's no mm. home training. Mm. You know, when when the daughter's 15 and the mother's 30 and the grandmother's 45, you, you know, 
there's no there's guidance no. in the home. And everybody's out partying together. And everybody's pregnant together. Oh. They're, they're, it's a bigger problem than, than bonnets and, and, and pajama pants and bedroom slippers. Believe me when I tell you. And that's so, the reason why I do feel they don't get it. You absolutely right about that, mm-hmm. Diane. Now you, you, you—that's that's the one. <laughs> mm-hmm. So you know I, that that, and and like you said, if we would start out with this, we'd probably be here all day, you know, with it because <laughs> it's so <laughs> multi-layered. Um, yeah, and some people are going to get it, and some people just won't, unfortunately. Yes, absolutely. And so, Lakeisha, I move on to you, um, you know, about old school versus new school. You know, what are your thoughts on it in, um, in regards to this generation, you know, and how they are receiving information from the elders and, you know, how we are receiving information from them? What What is your take? Yeah, um, well, I mean, basically, I, I agree with everything that um, Diane said. You know, they're in this particular um, situation. Yes, I feel like um, I feel like I don't want to say. No, I'm not gonna say that. (laughs) I feel like um, yeah, I feel like right now with everything being um, on social media and the type of influences that they have nowadays. You know, there aren't too many. There are some. There are a lot, but they're not, they don't get as much exposure um, as those who may agree with the other ones who are saying, you know, Monique is out of line. Um, I'm sure there are some younger people because I know a few, I, I know quite a few, um, who are my oldest son's age, who agree with Monique, who would not dare step outside, you know, in a bonnet or pajamas. But now, now I do want to say this: the hair store. That's not that. Now that's that's fair game. You see me in the hair store. I got half my hair braided. I'm looking like Martin Lawrence when that episode <laughs> of Martin when he pulled his. <laughs> Pulled that robe off his head, that hood off his head, and one side of his hair was braided and twisted, and the other side was like a Nazi pro. Now listen, we in hair store. I got to slip something on my head. I got to make this, you know, dash to the store because we done ran out of hair. All right, now the hair store is fair game. Now ain't nobody judging nobody up in the hair store, okay? But if you, you know, you going out to the airport, that's different. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm gonna have to. And I don't want to say that I was about to say the generations, you know, is the gap is, is getting younger and younger. Like Diane was saying, you know, the child 15, mama 30, grandma 45, um, and they all partying together. So for me, the part that I definitely agree with is the part about they all partying together because now for generations and generations, you know, you all always have some that may have a younger mom. I have a younger mom. You know, my sister and I, my sister's two years and ten months older than me, and our mom was younger, much younger than most when she had us. But 
one thing that Marge Miller didn't do, her last name is not Miller, but one thing Marge Miller didn't do is she don't party with her children. You know, she was a younger, a young mom, but she, to this day, to this day, day. She, you you ain't finna sit at the table with, with my mom. I'm not about to sit at the table with my mom and, and, and drink, you know what I'm saying? Get lit together and stuff like that you know go out and party together even as like you know i'm, I'm but i'm grown now like i'm super grown nah she ain't, she ain't having that but um, yeah, yeah nah nah she ain't, she ain't trying to hear that <laughs> you know you gotta draw a line but yeah so with with this particular situation yeah i'm gonna have to um i'm gonna have to roll with the older um teachings those who just kind of to be take more pride in in your appearance it's not about it ain't about trying to uh, appease massa you know and and get approval from the white man it it ain't about that it's not about that it's about actually it's about us seeing each other you know it ain't even about them it has absolutely nothing to do with them it's about you recognizing who you are and walking in it so that part and you know and that was what that to me, what the overall was missing was missed from, you know, from my She was like, I ain't doing this because the master put me up to it. I'm doing it because I see this as a black person, as a black woman, and I see us, and I want better for us, you know? And it turned into, like, Terry Shea said earlier, the fake, fake wokeness. But you and Diane both mentioned something very good. It's like, both of you all said it. You got to draw the line somewhere. You know, where does it end? You know? If you start getting two foot loose and fancy free with too much stuff, then where does it end? We, okay, next we can just go out here in all our butt nakedness. You know what I'm saying? And don't care. You know, it's like you got to draw a line somewhere. And that's what her overarching message was. It's like, okay, let's go back to remembering that there are limits. There's a time and there's a place and there's a space for everything. And let's just operate within that. You know, um, but I'm going to shoot over to you, Kavashay, because I want to make sure I get your opinion. And I do want to jump on one more thing before we cut the die So I am going to let you have the floor by old school versus new school. I'm team old school. Um, <laughs> I have not lived very long, but <laughs> as long as I have been on this earth, I have definitely seen a shift in how we carry ourselves as women, as black women. Um, and it, it, it's, it's sad. You know, it, it really is sad and it's embarrassing for, for me. If I go, if I go somewhere and I see, um, you know, a, women dress a certain way, I'm embarrassed. And I, because I'm look because I look at, you know, like I said, it goes back to this, this stereotype that a lot of people carry about us anyway. And it just kind of reinforces that. Even with men, I don't like to see sagging. I don't like to see um, do-rag. I don't like to see none of that stuff either. And um, I'll tell y'all uh, what happened to me a couple last week. I was in um, I was in Bilk, um, finding, looking for my dad something for his birthday. And the salesperson was a much older guy much older and um it was uh two two ladies came in just half dressed um and a guy came in with some skinny jeans on five sizes too skinny and Woo! looked a high 
and was cussing. I'm talking about F-bomb this, MF that. And this older salesperson is right there. You know what I'm saying? And I'm just like mm-hmm. so embarrassed. I was embarrassed. I wouldn't, <laughs> I wouldn't with them. I wouldn't, you know what I'm saying? But I'm black. And I was embarrassed because it came across as, wow, y'all don't even have respect, not only for someone that's older. You don't even have those basic, that basic respect. But then you don't even care about what you say, how you say it, how you dress. And it's just, you know, to me, we just carried ourselves a certain way. And I don't know what happened, but for some reason, we just stopped caring. It was. It's just been a gap in caring. <laughs> I don't know why. It's been a gap in caring. <laughs> it's I just been a, it's a gap in caring. It's a. It was a certain. It, it was a time when you wouldn't hear people like when you went to the stores. Now you go to the club and you go to the barbershop, wherever you know. It's certain places where that's acceptable, but it, it definitely was a time when you wouldn't be in a store and hear people talking like that. You know what I'm saying? It, mm-hmm. it was a time when didn't it just wasn't there um take me back to when we dressed women dressed in baggy clothes i'll take that over i'll take that over this new school half dress bunny pajamas take me back i know that's right girl i promise you and i'm with you and i'm glad you mentioned that too because we didn't say about my feelings about bonnets also play over to do rags um on men I don't like seeing men out in public with do-rags on the head. I'm sorry. I just don't. I, you know, baseball cap. Now, I know that that was the style, you know, especially in the 90s. They had the do-rags pattern, but they had the baseball cap on it, and it was the thing that they did. But I, I'm that's just something to me I feel like it's also, you know, do-rags for you to tie your hair, get your little waves in at night or whatever, you know, keep your, little, you know, keep your, your braids and dreads down or whatever. You know, my son... He has hair on his head. He wears a do-rag. He, try, he has tried it, too, to, you know, to walk out that door. And I'm very swift with the, if you don't take it off, I'm going to snatch it off. You know, you're not going out like that. I'm sorry. That's just, you know, me. I, and I'm like y'all. I'm, I'm old, teen old school. That's just me. You know, um, that's how I feel about that. But I do want to mention one thing, and this is what my issue has come up with some of these new school people, because I feel like they want to be woke, like you said, Carol Shea, when it's something that touches sensitive to them or they hear from certain people. Because I feel like they always turn on the actions and become hypocritical at times. Um, somebody has shared a post, and I shared it, and it was it resounding. They want to jump on Monique and say, you know, oh, you gonna let us go? Well, let's say brownies are comfortable and all of this stuff. But let's not remember, not too long ago, a couple months ago, y'all was fussing about this poor lady named Derek Jackson's wife with her helmet of salvation on. Okay. And she stood on that live video with him and was going off. She all on live camera with a bonnet on her head. Same people who fussing about Monique saying they should go out in public with a bonnet on their head was criticizing and drunk this lady through the mud by her helmet of salvation while she was clearly sitting in her house mm-hmm. on live camera but mm-hmm. said that it was wrong that she was on camera with mm-hmm. a bonnet on her head but then mm-hmm. you got the audacity they tell Monique she wrong because she told you you should wear one in front. So, <laughs> what? I, I, 
And look, my thing was this. I don't agree with the butter in public, and I ain't agree with the helmet and salvation on, on the camera. So, <laughs> I'm going to quickly ask y'all, do y'all feel that um, a lot of this fake wokeness, a lot of this pushback is just hypocritical because if they want to only apply it to what they feel or what actually touches sensitive to them. And I'll start with you, Diane. Hello, Diane? Hello, Diane? I'm sorry. I didn't know. I'm sorry. I didn't know I was on mute. I apologize. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I heard what you guys just said. And you know what? I didn't even think about it until you said it, but you're absolutely right. So is it that we can't wear bonnets in public or we can't wear bonnets in our home? I mean, what, what, I, I, I don't understand the issues. Um, but but um, people are just not satisfied. It's like you damned if you do, you damned if you don't. It's kind of... You know, I'm going to make this reference. Um, we all drive and we've all, it's almost like having a passenger um, or a backseat driver. Mm. So you're in the car with this backseat driver, right? And y'all are going to, we're going to say Walmart. So you know the way that you go to Walmart, but, you know, there may be um, an accident or they, t- oh, and better yet. I know a shorter way. No, I'll go back. I'll go back. Yeah, it makes more sense. So there's an accident. So you say, oh, you know, if I get off here and make this right, then, um, you know, we can go around the traffic. And the backseat driver says, no, don't get off at this exit. Get off at the next one and make a left. And then you like, no, I think we go this way. And you say, but all right, if you think you know, because you drive, you know, you you know these roads like the back of your hand. Okay. And then you go to the next exit and you make that left. And then the person said, well, what you make the left for? I, you know, you should have went on ahead and made the right. So is it... So I did what you... I did. What, first of all, I did one thing. You told me to do something else. So I did the something else, but then you want to come back and say, but why'd you do the something else when you shouldn't did the original thing that I told you to do? Like, people, what is the problem? I'm not understanding. You you cannot, the only thing I'm going to say about that, this is the only thing I can say because it will just, the energy that we're giving this is just too much. You can't satisfy people. You damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. Absolutely. That is just, you know, you hit that nail on the head. This and this is something that has come with this newer generation, where they will if and and butt you to death. Okay, um, and it's it's never concise because what I feel is that it's always it always has to be adjusted to fit their narrative at the time of their mind frame, and that's to me why it's so dangerous to get into, you know, all of the, 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 um, when you, you you start blurring the lines with things is what I want to say is that, you know, you have to have clear and definitive draws of lines, like you lady said, and it's like, they want to blur the lines because 
this situation over here. I want to do this. So I'm going to speak out, speak against it over here, but I'm going to speak for it over here because this is what I do. You know what I'm saying? But I'm going to move to you, Lakeisha, and just ask you about, you know, do you feel like this whole thing is just fake wokeness? Are they hypocritical? You know, because mind you, there were a lot of people, a lot of women who are against Monique, who were, you know, about what she said, but were also against Derrick Jackson's wife and her hell men of salvation. <laughs> Did you say Lakeisha? Yes, I did. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sorry, I'm multitasking over here, girl. You know, for me, I think um, it, for me, it goes back to what I was saying before about um, influence, social media influence. Um, I just feel like if so many people agree, you know, and speak out about it negatively, then they kind of go with the majority. Like, yeah, you know, this is how we feel. That's right, you know. But then, like one of one of you ladies was saying, let Cardi B come out. I think Kay was, she said, let Cardi B or, or Sweetie come out. And say, well, no, ladies, you know, my icy girls, you know, you got to make keep it looking good, keep it fresh in the streets, you know. And then they'll be like, yeah, that's right, you know, yeah, because, you know, it's, it's a hot girl summer, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so to me, I feel like it's it's more. They're so they're easily influenced. Is is really what I feel. You know, they're not quite in touch with reality of things um, at this age. Again, but I feel like when they get a little little older, you know, I just feel like things will they will kind of see things a little differently. We hope. <laughs> we hope we pray. <laughs> we hope. I mean, we, we had the girls too, so we hope we pray. I just, whew, I, I worry about this generation because there's so much flip-flopping. And when I see people who are like in their 30s and, you know, mid-30s and things that are still swaying on the side of people who are younger than them because you, you, you're supposed to get older and wiser as you go, it makes me kind of fearful, you know, for the next generation to come because I'm like, okay, you tapping on age where wisdom should start seeping in a little bit and seeing things differently. And like you said, I, I think that influence is starting to filter over into older adults um, as well. And so that is that that is my my fear, you know, for the younger generation. But Kay Shay, I'm going to give you an opportunity to talk about, you know, the hip, the hypocrite, <laughs> you know, with this and, you know, um, people feeling one way about Monique and then, but when somebody like, when something happens with their Jackson's wife and she was on camera with her bunny, it was such uproar about it. So what are your thoughts on that? I definitely remember the bunny, the hit, what is the helmet of salvation? Helmet of salvation. I remember <laughs> the helmet of salvation conversation. And I was one of the ones that said, um, in that instance, um, when I'm, when I'm, if I'm, if I'm in a situation where my husband is a public figure and he, and I'm standing by his side, um, 
due to some controversy, especially due to cheating as a woman, I, I'm i going to have to be together, all the way together. <laughs> so I, you because because of the the stigma that comes along with cheating where a lot of people will blame the other person as to why they cheated and some people can see you know will, will look at that video and be like well that's why he cheated on it hell she got on a bunny i mean you know what i'm saying like she don't even mm-hmm. know that you know, she's a, she's not even aware of of you know everything that's gonna come about with all of this and she don't know how to put herself together and all that kind of stuff that's the same thing that goes back to presentation um and Mm -hmm. having that accountability that no yeah he cheated but but let's keep it real he didn't cheat because of this because i'm all the way together you know what i'm saying (laughs) and i I just me personally if, if i'm gonna decide to stick by my husband or my man or whatever um, I'm not gonna have on no abundance, no help, no salvation. I'm I know gonna be that's here. right. <laughs> you're not finna start rolling that camera until I got a whole glam squad that then got me together, and then we can press record. Cause that wasn't a time thing. <laughs> so, if that's I, her man, and she gonna stick beside him. She didn't look like she wanted to stick with him. <laughs> she wanted to stick beside him you know so it's just a, I'm, I mean for women I think we we know that when we we feel better when we, when we look better we feel better it's just something about you know that self-care that really does a lot for our mental even if you are on your worst day if you can get up and just shower and just put on some it, just put on some clothes and just you know do your hair and just go out you feel better it's just a mental thing and so um, I think that what we have to realize is that presentation, let's just leave with presentation matters. Representation matters. You know, those things, hygiene matters. <laughs> like, you absolutely right. You know what I'm saying? You're not going to convince me that you, you went to sleep and you got up and you went through the whole basic hygiene of brushing your teeth, washing your face, shower, you, you took a shower, and you put back on abundant in pajamas. I don't believe it. I don't believe you're going to go through all of that just to get back to where you was at the beginning. <laughs> so it matters. <laughs> so, you know, just understand that when you, when you, when you look good, look good, you feel good. And like, like Monique said, you don't have to put on the whole face full of makeup. Nobody going to Walmart no. and see heels nobody you know is going to the airport with no uh wedding gown on just to make a presentation we're not talking about that this is all simple basic presentation look like you at least brush your teeth and wash your ass (laughs) and that's it (laughs) and that's it and i'm gonna stick aside that comment i'm gonna stick to you because I know that you have a book for us, you know, related to the topic. So I'm going to just hand you the floor so that you can give us something to reflect on. Okay, and I um I know you said it earlier, but I was just there it is. Okay. So I'm not sure if I um 
used this one before. I don't think I did, but the book that stood out to me for um, women and women feeling good about themselves is Fabulosity, What It Is and How to Get It by Kimora Lee Simmons. Um, and it's an older book, but um, definitely one that um, I enjoyed. Um, and so it first defines fabulosity, a state of everything that is fabulous, a quality ascribed to that which expresses glamour, style, charisma, power, and heart. Kamora Lee Simmons knows what it means to have fabulosity, and she wants to tell you how to get it. In this empowering new book, and of course this is from when the book was written, Kamora, a top model, wife of, well, now ex-wife of hip-hop legend Russell Simmons, mother of two daughters, now also mother of a son, two sons, I'm sorry, a national media presence and president of creative director of the multi-million dollar baby fat company shares her personal secrets of success and fabulosity. Kamora knows that in today's ultra competitive world, it's not enough for women just to be smart or dress well. With too much to do and competition everywhere, the savvy woman must know how to combine feminine glamour with professional power business ambition with personal values and confidence with heart. Kamora is the living picture of all these things. What are Kamora's secrets to achieving her goals, her her signature fabulosity? One is her ability to identify and build upon her own unique talents and strengths. In Kamora's case, she brilliantly combined the two worlds she knows best the high fashion and hip-hop scene to create baby fat her ultra successful hip-hop inspired lifestyle brand how do you uncover and develop your own special talent kimura shares her step-by-step guide to achieving your wildest dreams including her 16 laws of success which cover everything you need to become the woman you want to be Whether you're college educated or street smart, just starting out or at the top of your game, Fabulosity has something to say to you. Learn how to cultivate power, independence, confidence, and positivity in everything you do. Whether it's finding Mr. Right, snagging that corner office, or rocking the latest fashion trend. Packed with useful lessons, and Kamora's personal tips, this book will be your instruction manual to empowering yourself, turning your individual talents into permanent success, and unleashing your inner fabulosity. So, that was just my book for today. Yeah. I enjoyed that. I'm going to have to pick that up myself. And that is Fabulosity by Kamora Lee Simmons. Yes. All right, well, Kamora, yeah, she was Kamora Lee Simmons at the time when she wrote. So. 
Well, she never well, dropped the name. She, she, that's she one was, thing okay. she is, yeah. Um, but basically because that's how she built her brand. She built her brand as Kamarly Simmons, but she said she would never drop it. Okay. So, all right. I feel like we, we probably correct on that because I was like, Lord, I don't know what her new married name is. <laughs> I, just, I just said that because she did publish it under that, but that's good to know that she did, you know, keep her name because she, right, she did build her brand under that name. So, it is fulfilling. Thank you so much, Diane, for that book, that suggestion. Um, it sounds really good, and it really ties into what we were speaking about today. I'm definitely going to have to pick that one up, and I encourage you guys to do so as well. So, you ladies, this has been an awesome conversation. Like, we could go on and on for the break of dawn, but I think, you know, at the end of the day, like, it is just surmised by the statement of, we just gotta roll with old school on this on this one, and um, for for I'm like Monique for for my babies out there who might even disagree with us, you know, and drag us through the mud behind it. You know, one day you you know I, I want you to learn the value in having an auntie who taps you on the shoulder versus someone who just throwing insults in your face, you know. Um, things that are presented in love are presented in love from experience and wisdom and you know we can all learn from each other but just learn to appreciate and value those who who walk this walk you know ahead of you and are still journeying so you know make sure that we represent us in the very best possible light that we can so I am going to turn it over to you ladies to give out your information um how the listeners can reach out to you and connect with you. And if you have anything special that you want to announce, please do so. And I'll start with you, Kay Roche. Um, Yes, my social media is Instagram at Kay Roche. I also have a Facebook author page, author Kay Roche. Um, Don't really have any uh, major announcements. I am looking forward to the National Book Club Conference. We're still waiting to see if it is going to go on this is this is at the end of july um so i am looking forward to that okay all right and miss lakeisha <laughs> i'm all over the place but um so the best place to follow and reach me would now be um <laughs> so I'm working on my project um and I'm working on my um my next album and it'll probably everything that you hear on these podcasts is what you can expect <laughs> on my project um the best place to reach me would be on Instagram at um uni underscore wrote it if I'm not mistaken that might be wrong oh Jesus hold on that's it that's, that's it. it okay <laughs> so it's <laughs> thank you it's um U-N-I underscore W-R-O-T-E underscore I-T so it's uni underscore wrote underscore it uni wrote it um that's the best place um I'm usually between there and the Butterfly Spirit LLC um those are my main pages but you can definitely reach me and follow me for more updates and things 
to come. Um, uni underscore wrote underscore it. Instagram. All right. And Miss Diane, how can they connect with you? Uh, thank you. So you can uh, find me on all social media platforms under Diamonds Literary World. Um, uh, that includes YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, uh, Twitter, TikTok, um, Snapchat, I think. Yeah. Um, and Clubhouse. So you can find me all across the social media platform. Um, and just come and let if you want to hear about a book just come and check me out absolutely absolutely and you guys I am untamed where true writers cannot be tamed um I will say this check me out on my feature this month with Nisi and company for June um and on June 26th at 7pm on Twitter Make sure you join us for our live interviews on Twitter interview at that time. And also on June 12th from 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. Central Standard Time, I will be a part of the Great Midwest Book Fest. I go on um, from 4.10 to 4.20 p.m. East, or Central Standard Time, which is 5.10 to 5.20 Eastern. You can get your free tickets there. Visit Urban Reviews online, or you can just go to one of my social media pages and click on the link to get it there. I am also on Facebook, IG, Twitter, Clubhouse, YouTube, and TikTok under Author Untamed. And please make sure that you sign up for my mailing list at www.authoruntamed.com. That's www.authoruntamed.com. And if you are not following the Get Caught Up Podcast, please do so. Get Caught Up Podcast is on Instagram at Get Caught Up Podcast and on Twitter at GCU underscore podcast. If you would like to become an official sponsor, visit anchor.fm forward slash Get Caught Up and you can select the package. If you don't want to be a long-term sponsor, but rather just contribute a donation, please donate to cash app at dollar sign up2016 that's dollar sign use an umbrella peace and call 2016 and do not forget that we are offering commercial ad space at untamedpublishing.net so if you would like to have commercial air doing our shows then please visit untamedpublishing.net and we have commercial spots going for as low as $10 so just check it out well, you ladies, it has been an amazing topic, amazing time. I always get rejuvenated when I talk to you guys. Um, and we, we, we're supposed to air again on the Sunday, which would be Father's Day. But I want to respect everyone, whether or not you're spending time with your father or your husband or your son or your uncle or your cousin, your brother. I want to respect it. So we'll look again to having a show towards the end of the month. But I do want to give preference to fathers so they can have their special time for their families then as well. But I have thoroughly enjoyed this topic. You guys always bring such diverse and just excellent points <laughs> to, the, to the table. And I just appreciate each and every one of you so, so much. So... 
I just want to thank you. You know, thank you again always. Thank you for having us. Um, I appreciate you. Yes, yes thank yes. you. Oh, you are so, so welcome. Well, you guys, that is all the time we have for the show, but you will definitely see us again before June lets out this time. We know we weren't able to get y'all but one time in May, but we'll definitely get in another show in June. And please be sure to tune in to get caught up podcast on Wednesday at 9 p.m. for the upcoming author interview. Until next time, you guys. We are the Socially Conscious Corner because silence is no longer an option. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night. It was Freddie, Sam, Corey, Eric, Rolando, Ahmad, Steven, Kenneth, Amadou, Jonathan, Christian, Terrence, Sean, killed him the day before his wedding. Jamal killed him while he was in handcuffs. Mike killed him while he had his hands up. Kamani with Molly, Philip, Alton, about three Kevins, about two Jordans. John, Laquan, Bethon, Lafon, Tony, Tamir, Elijah, Antoine, Isel, Terrell, Dontre, Akai, George, for him, set the country on fire. Timothy, Patrick, Paul, Tyree, Quintonio, Darius, Jeremy, William, Anthony, Dante, Oscar, Kendrick, Keith, David, Walter, woman like Sandra, Betty, Rihanna, India, Michelle, Atatiana, Tanisha, Rika, Natasha, Palmer, Shannon, Megan, baby Ayana, all that we lost, your name live on. Wasn't killed by a cop, but I can't forget Trayvon. Can't forget Emmett and all of those we lost to the beast. No justice, no peace. No, no peace.